Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my friend who loves looking back at a thing. It's Frank. How are you today? Hey, hey, hey. I'm doing great. How are you, buddy? I am doing so well. I just... When I said looking back at a thing, I imagined you as that um, that meme where the guy turning around going, ooh, yeah. Frank yeah, loves nice. turning his neck around and looking at a thing. Like, look at that. That's me. Did you see that thing I just looked at turning around? Yeah. Look back there. Hey, you, see you look great. Yeah, you do that hey, well. Ah. It's like the pivot. You know, it make, yeah, it makes everything look good. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, Frank, it's lovely to see you uh, today. What are you, uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Smutty Nose Brewing Company Finest Kind IPA. Ooh, Finest Kind. Finest well, Kind. Why is it there the is, Finest Kind? Uh, well, because there's no finer, uh, nothing would be finer than to be in New Hampshire in the springtime. Hmm. Springtime for Hampshire sure. and yes. the United States. No, it's just, there's a couple, look on the, the can, it's just like, it's a it's, no, a, it's a harbor guys. seal. It's, great. it's yeah the harbor seals is, is the is their logo it's muddy nose yes yes mm-hmm. yes and uh and it's just the two guys having a couple beers in lawn chairs in front of their camper and uh yeah that's that's the vibe i'm trying to curate going into the spring summer of uh 23 i love it i love it so much what are you drinking my friend i am drinking a cup of hot black coffee with a mm-hmm. shot of jack daniel tennessee honey in it Ooh, i like your style mm-hmm I like that very much. It's quite good. I wish it was a little warmer, but it's but besides that, it's okay because I like hot coffee. It's already getting lukewarm. But talking too okay, long okay, right on, right on. Um, so at one point, I'll well, I'll you know, based on on today's topic, I'll, I'll probably be monologuing at some point, and you can just walk away and zap it. I might you just know? walk and, away for the yeah, I'll walk yeah, yeah, seconds to a minute, put it in the microwave. Yeah, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Oh, he's monologuing again. Here we Here go. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm I'm probably going to be monologuing today. Uh, because as we record today, Tim, we have a birthday in the house. Birthday! Yes, that's right. Turning 85. It's me. Is the man of steel himself. (laughs) Superman turns 85 this week. That is wild. 85. I don't remember 85. I don't remember 85 years ago. I don't remember 85 seconds ago. Like, this is wonderful it is truly mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. um you said it's your like it's somebody's birthday and my first thought was emperor's new groove it's your birthday <laughs> <laughs> nice very good very good uh that's good stuff uh yeah superman turns 85 
today, Action Comics number one was uh, well the the published in May, but the printed in April. Is that the deal, right? Or did it come uh, out in stands uh, in April? Yes. Uh, it, the the cover date was June. That's but, right. Uh, but the, the actual publication date was April eighteenth. Yep. 1938, 85 years ago today as we record. Um and uh yeah, it's it's a uh it's a good time to talk about the things that we love about the Man of Steel. Absolutely. We've, we've done we've talked about Superman many a time, but but I don't know that we've actually gone through and and really talked about sort of the famous firsts. No, you know, we really haven't. Like when we've talked about some of the first, like, in general, like, you know, like uh, the first episode of Smallville, maybe, or Man of sure. Steel or something like that, or Superman the movie. But we've never really talked about um, the first time Superman has appeared in things, uh, the first uh, media for a certain thing, or um, or just our first introduction to Superman, even. When, uh, when were you introduced to the Man of Steel himself? So let's go in order, though. 1938 let's give some our homage to action comics number one superman bursts onto the scene a very famous image of him uh throwing down a car that one guy screaming in the corner going it's a bad 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 world what do we do you know that guy um kind of sure yeah um kind of looks like bunches the screamer um yes have you, i assume you've read action comics number one as the big superman fan that you are many times yes, yes. i own a copy yes yeah it's great, truthfully. It's for, great. Like, it sets the standard that we're basically still living in. It, yeah, it's it's like the prototypical superhero uh, origin story um, and everything. Like, it is like a, a – it, it's the mold for superhero stories, really, that, that, that came after it. Mm-hmm. What I find so uh, interesting and refreshing almost about it is how quickly he solves the issues. He yes. like He basically shows up and goes, I know how to fix this. I'm yes. going to take you and bring you to the police every time. Every like, time. He's basically just a like a, a justice delivery system. Yeah, yeah. He just like comes and picks somebody up. It's like Justice Cavea's <laughs> belt. Like, Did somebody just, order justice? justice? Yeah. Like someone will also need to order new drywall. I apologize. <laughs> like that's that's it. It's wonderful. You know, we never told the story of uh, uh, Larry Logan. Mm-hmm. Larry Logan is the other LL uh, in Superman, uh, who's actually the guy who has to follow him around and apologize for the damage and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Look, look, this is our here. Call, here's my card. Give me a call. We're going to we're going to settle this. And he just follows Superman around all day long. Oh, I'm so sorry. Over here. Over here. <laughs> Larry Logan sounds like a guy that would have a billboard like like injured. Call Larry Logan. <laughs> call Larry Logan. <laughs> Superman crashed through your wall. Call Larry Logan. <laughs> like, that's uh. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's Action Comics set the standard. It's the first guy to have, like, like a symbol on his chest. You know, like yes, it's as simple yeah, as that. Right. It's like it's a uh, Grant Morrison writes in his book Super Gods. He's like it's like an it's almost elemental uh, in like yes. you know Zeus and his lightning bolt, but it's also just like the Red Cross. Like you see it and you yeah. know what they do. Um, like you understand that, it, or even just like a country's flag. Like it stands for so much. Um, yeah, that's right. It's just really intelligent storytelling, um, you know, from, it is. from that angle. Um, it is. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's that angle of, like, champion of the oppressed, uh, that angle of Superman that was, like, you know, champion of the common man. Like, that that very, 
uh, early idea that that has like sort of kind of fallen away, but like was the was like part of the uh, original. Yeah, sure. Story. I mean, like, like he's like the 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 guy who's who's abusing his wife, like going after that guy and going after the the, the, the landlord who's cheating yeah. his uh, his tenants, like you know that that kind of thing. Yeah, like, he he went after real world depression issues, mm-hmm. like right from exactly the start. Um, but I mean, like Superman, this is a, a again a Grant Morrison uh, take where he says, you know, like Superman is the social superhero and Batman is the capital superhero. Where, yeah, you know, yeah, that's who, right. Who's breaking down the norms and who's trying to maintain the norms while also breaking the system? It's it's an interesting parallel between the two characters. Um, and yeah. both of those things have fallen away and merged and changed over time and whatever else. Um, the current actually issue of Batman right now, Batman's on an alternate Earth in which Bruce Wayne gives away all his money and becomes a social worker. And like, what's kind of the mm, outcome mm-hmm. of that? Like answering that, you know, answering that question. Um. But anyway, uh, moving on from Action Comics number one, we move into. Can I, can I actually add one last thing? Of course. A- after after Action Comics number one, there was Superman number one, mm-hmm. which is the first time that there was a comic book devoted to one character. That's a good point. That's a good point. That was not on our list. I don't know I've, if I've ever actually read Superman number one. It is similarly. It, it is very much in the same vein. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. There you go. By the way, they're both on the Internet Archive, and I'm putting those in the show notes if you nice. want to read them there. Nice yeah. dude. Um, next up is the Fleischer cartoons. The Superman uh, produced uh, Fleischer cartoons, which are just so still very beautiful uh, oh, to gorgeous. watch. Soon coming to a Blu-ray player near you. Um, I'm so excited for that. Me too. I mean, they were. I want to say the one. It's like forty. Like today is like four million an episode. 40, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yes, it, it, yes. which is an um, extraordinary amount of money for how short they are. You know, yes. Yeah. Which is why. And they during still during look World good. War Two. Mm-hmm. That's why they still look good. That first yeah. one is the Mad Scientist. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, in which uh, you know, um, the the big ray, you know, the ray that you the know, ray gun that he's shooting at uh, just random metropolis, and you know, Lois is in trouble as she always is, and so forth. Yeah. I think this cartoon, this Fleischer cartoon, is actually my first introduction to Superman. You think right. so? That's we, cool. We had it on tape, and I'm pretty sure that's the first time I ever had any kind of experience with Superman. Almost cool. positive. Um, and I love it. I loved it then. I love it now. I just love that Superman punches a ray of light, and like it just I like know, and he like yes. beats it back, and then he folds the tube that it makes it kind that's of look right. like Play-Doh. Ah, I just yep. love it. It's, it's so the whole fun. thing where he's punching the light and he's flying closer to it. You know mm-hmm. that that's like I seared in my memory as an oh, early formative gosh. image of. It, yeah. it likely was my first exposure to Superman. I don't remember when I was exposed to Superman, but it likely was mine because I was telling you off mic the day my my baby sister was born. I was three years old and I was given a tape of the Fleischer cartoons. Mm-hmm. So it probably was one of the first, if not the very first, thing I ever saw. Yep. Even the the theme is still outstanding. Oh, yeah, the Max Steiner. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, iconic, iconic. Wait, Max Steiner wrote that? Are you for real? Yes. What? Dead serious? Yes. Gone with the Wind. Max Steiner wrote that. King that Kong. Theme. Max Steiner. Yeah, yep. Like, oh my gosh, he's one of the most important iconic music yeah. composers of all time, especially film composers of all time. Like yes. everybody that you know and love from the modern film industry owes a debt of gratitude to Max Steiner. That is unbelievable. I had no idea. That just co- totally made my day. Um, and also explains why that theme is so good. Because um, he's basically, to go backwards, he's the John Williams of his day. 
or you know, yeah, you know, just or whatever. Although John Williams is, I mean, in his nineties, so who is the John Williams of today? Mm. On Zimmer, I guess. Um, I guess. I guess. Anyway, I love the Mad Scientist. It's a great introduction to Superman, and it obviously gives us flying Superman. Also, very important. You know, that's right. He does yeah. leap tall buildings with a single bound in the intro. He does, but then he, he flies. It's very you do interesting. See him fly. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. He it was like, easier to flies. animate flight. He, he like kind of flies. Like he obviously does when he's punching the ray. Right? He's like that's sure. not leaping because he, he's he has forward momentum, just basic physics. Um, but uh, it's very yeah. It's interesting that it's like this weird like half world in which he like does kind of ascend and drop down. Yes. Um, but it is at his own pace. Is yeah. It's it's wonderful. Next up, the old time radio Superman, the Superman Adventure Hour, or whatever it's called. You, I know, have listened to all of it, right? Not quite all of them, but but eighty percent of them. That's wild. Um, yeah, uh, I went through a big phase in college where I, I listened to them like like I, like I would listen to podcasts. Um, and uh, they're very much of their time, but they are thrilling and super fun. Uh, some a little bit silly, sometimes a lot silly, um, but but always fun. Um, and, uh, you know, it's actually from, uh, from the radio show that, that, uh, that comic that was Superman fights the clan, mm-hmm. um, comes from an episode of, of, or an arc from the radio show. Really? I did not yeah. know that. That's awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very cool. I don't have anything the, uh, to The clan of the fiery so. cross they were called on the show, but it was the clan. I mean, great name. Yeah. Arguably. Yeah. Great yes. name. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you know what they're about. So, which is good. Yeah, yeah, they're right yeah. up. They're right up front. Uh, about yeah, that, yeah, very obvious. But yeah, they the the there were like week long arcs, and they were fifteen minutes a day, mm. uh, Monday through Friday, and and so you'd get like a little over an hour of story every week. Can you imagine that's like your job, like fifteen minutes a day, just come in and be like, minutes. stop you, blah blah blah. Yeah, chains, door slam. Yeah, all right, mm-hmm, we did it, mm-hmm. everyone. See you tomorrow. Like, yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. It really was that. I mean, yeah. it was the most like. Some some of them are really like uh, the story starts with them like leaving the Daily Planet. By the end, it's like, oh no, we got to the place, and now it's something bad happened. What happened? Tune in tomorrow. Hey, I mean, fifteen minutes is it's a long stretch of time, but it's yeah. also no time at all in storytelling. Yeah. Keep so- in mind that that's including the live reads for Kellogg cereal. Oh sure, Kellogg cereal, so good yeah. with milk. All right, Kellogg's Pep. Kellogg's Pep. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Um, moving on to the 1950s with the Adventures of Superman, starring George Reeves. Um, not related to Christopher Reeve at all. People no, 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 no relation. No, I'm gonna say that the the movie Superman versus the Mole Men is the first one, but I don't yeah, actually know what the first episode of the show is. There's a there's an episode that shows Krypton being destroyed, him getting rocketed to Earth. Landing on Earth, uh, going to Metropolis. Like, there's an episode that shows all of that in, like, a four-minute montage at the beginning or something. Wow. Um, and then gets into, like, first day at the Daily Planet. Hmm. Um, and and then very quickly, that's that's gone. And and the show is no long, is completely episodic. And it, you I can see. watch any episode in any order after that, really. Gotcha. You grew up on this show. In... I did. Yeah. If the Fleischer cartoons were not my first thing, then this show was my first mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and I watched it a lot. Uh, I have seen every episode, many of them more than once. I don't know how many I've seen, maybe a handful, 
maybe less than that. Um, mm-hmm. My real exposure to George Reeves did not come from Superman versus the Mole Men or basically any of the episodes. It came from him guest starring on I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, also iconic, yeah. Yes, and then kind of backtrack from there. But what I loved about his appearance on I Love Lucy, even as a kid, is that like he's not George Reeves. He's, no, Superman, he's Superman the whole yeah. time. Yeah, I know Superman. Like, yeah, even... Even Ricky is like they just call they, never, they just talk to him as, about as Superman. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty. There were kids special. watching. There were right. kids watching. Absolutely. But I I knew he was the actor that played him on the show. Like I was aware for of sure. that already. But yeah. like, but I just love that. Like, he just goes for it. Like yeah. even as an actor, like you're an actor guest starring on the most popular show in America. And you're guest starring as your character. As your character. Who is yeah. a comic book character. It's just wild. Like, really good for him, like, to be to be game for something Ima- like imagine, that. Right? Like, imagine being a seven-year-old and, and you watch him. And then, like, on your parents' show, I Love Lucy, he's over there, too. Like, he's a real person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a real person. He's all over TV. Yep. As himself. He's a real person. Yep. That's right? To, to that seven-year-old mind, he seems like a real person. It's pretty wild. I think... Not a lot, but I think the show ends in one of the that episode ends in one of the best ways possible, in which Lucy's like stuck on the railing and it's raining, and she's in her own Superman costume and what. And he's like, "Wait, your Superman's like, wait, you're married to her? Yeah, 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 fourteen years or whatever." And they call mm-hmm. me Superman. <laughs> they call me Superman. It's so good. It's it's Such great. A good ending. It's a wonderful ending. classic. Classic it is it is classic George Reeves Superman and it is classic out of Lucy yeah. at the same time. Mm, it's wonderful. Superman the movie uh comes out in nineteen seventy eight, the next real big uh the next real big thing. Um Frank, it's still great. Like Yeah. Yeah. W- what can we say that hasn't been said? I don't know. It's it's still great. It's the it changed it completely changed the game in superheroes on the big screen. Hey, you know, truthfully, in some ways, movies like, you know, a lot of a lot of credit is given to Star Wars in 77, which rightly so. Um, But like some of the sequences in Superman, the movie still deliver like it's I wouldn't call it like the most thing you've ever watched. But like for a little kid, especially like it's it's still got it. Some of that stuff, the emotions still hit hard, sometimes maybe a little too hard, a little overacting. You know, like it's, it's, it's there's a lot happening in that movie sometimes, but like it's still fun. You walk like it, it's a product of its time, but it doesn't. But it's one of those products of its time where you can walk away and still go, I don't even care, like that it was a product of its time because mm-hmm, I enjoyed mm-hmm. the heck out of that. Like that's and right. that's what's just so that's what's just so charming and wonderful about it. My wife is not a superhero person like at all. She doesn't care in like even the remotest of senses unless like she can get like around the superhero-ness of it, enjoy it for something else. Um, But Superman the movie is one of those movies for her where like she watched it with me because I was watching it and she was like, I really enjoyed that. Like Mm -hmm. that was fun because that was like just meant to be fun. And in some ways almost like – like a Star Wars or an Indiana Jones or, yes. you know, like, it's just like, it's just fun. Even if bad things happen at the end of the day, you still feel good. And yeah. that is to me, Superman, like that's right. Bad things happen. But at the end of the day, 
he's still a warm and cuddly blanket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Superman is my snuggie. You know, like that's <laughs> um, that's just that's kind of what the character. Well, I mean, like going back to Action One, he wasn't necessarily warm and snuggly, but he was like the writer of wrongs, and he yeah, he, that's he, right. You know, and he cared about he cared about making things right, and at the end, and and, and that's what. Super. Well, that's the Superman I'm looking for all the time, no matter what, you know, forever, and uh, and so like right on, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yes, it, it, it's one of those movies that is just a movie that happens to be about Superman, rather than being a superhero movie. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, and it, like it, like you were saying, like Star Wars, like Jaws, like all these movies that are like sure they're a genre movie, but it's more of it's a movie. It's one of the great movies of all time. And this one happens to be about a superhero. Mm-hmm. And this one happens to be about, you know, Casablanca. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, John Burns Superman after Crisis on Infinite Earths, DC Universe gets rebooted in the comic book, uh, in the comic book universe. And John Byrne gives us his reiteration of Superman. Tell me your thoughts on it, because truthfully, I've really not. I've definitely read the first issue. But it's been a long time, and I don't really remember anything about it. Um, everything that's been kind of like co-opted by Man of Steel are the things that I remember. Sure. Um, the John Byrne Superman uh, introduced a whole new uh, – the, the, introduced the dynamic at the Daily Planet that we're probably all used to mm-hmm. um, in comics. Like the, the having the full cast of characters beyond uh, the – Lois and Jimmy and Perry uh, having the Steve Lombards and the Ron Troop, like having that really be a, a part Pat of Grant. the dynamic mm-hmm. that that a dynamic uh, was started there. Um, that was this was the beginning of the story that would lead to, you know, Superman and Lois, uh, Superman uh, revealing his identity to Lois for real, uh, uh, them getting married, like all of that was born out of it, that's all continuation of the John Byrne Superman story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we, as much as you could talk about any of the versions of Superman leading from Action Comics number one or Superman number one all the way to John Byrne, it is his vision of Superman that has pretty much persisted in the public consciousness. Yeah, like henceforth, like you know, that's right. Like, yeah, it, it really hasn't changed much since him. Uh, and so I and and maybe some film things or whatever have changed a few things but sure. ultimately like the the world of metropolis the, the world of superman that we recognize is still his um, yeah i think that's right i think i think the 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 gen, general public thinks of christopher reeve in, in terms of live action and whatever you know about superman comics you probably know from from john burns vision of superman yeah i i i would Maybe not exactly hold a candle. Say it's always Christopher Reeve anymore. Um, uh, but I, I get your point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's 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 Reeve or 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 Henry. Yeah, for sure. I think for yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. Uh, the television show focusing mostly on on Lois and Clark and not on Superman's adventures necessarily. The pilot episode is still one of my favorite hours of Superman ever. Mm-hmm. Like fantastic, it's just so good 
from start to finish, it truly is one of the better pilots I've ever seen. Like, yes. it, it, like, really sells his product in a way maybe the rest of the show didn't. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, although, actually, I really like the first season, actually. like I, I like season, uh, yeah, I mean, I like season one and most of two a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, yeah. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It lives in that, like, no, um, it lives in that late 80s, early 90s television where, like, you're in and you're out. Nobody's taking themselves too seriously. We're all here to have a yeah, good time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very entertaining, very fun. A- again, at times silly, <laughs> but but I but I love it. I have such uh, fond memories of it. I remember watching that pilot when, you know, the night it aired. Oh, and, and for being, sure. Like, you know, being excited because it was just another Superman show. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone talks about that flashback scene in the first episode of Superman and Lois, like, you know, where the kid's like, nice costume. Like, thanks, my mom made it for me. But Yeah, yeah. yeah but Lois and Clark got there first. Yeah. You know, really? That's a, you know, like, when he's rescuing the rocket ship, and he's like, mm, thanks, my mom made it for me. You know, like, that's, yep. you know, and it's got the Superman of, like, confronting Lex on the balcony, oh, and yes. it's got super sleuth Lois Lane. It's, you know, it's got great shades of Elvis Perry. Like such a good, such a good take on Perry. It is a great take. The whole, the whole show is kind of a great take on all of them. Like I even kind of like that. Just that Clark is the, it, it, it gives us the Clark is the better personality or Clark is the dominant personality instead of Superman. Like Superman's kind of, yeah, Clark, Clark even has a personality, right? Yeah. Or one (laughs) that you like want to be around. Like he's a, he's like actually good at his job or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's that old thing of is Superman, the disguise or is Clark Kent, the disguise. And, and in the early days, Clark Kent was the disguise, but in the last few decades and Lois and Clark is a great uh, example of this uh, in the last few decades. Superman has been the the costume, mm-hmm. um, and and that's a you can tell a lot of really cool stories that way. That yeah. way, and I, um, I I think what so. Superman has ultimately become too is that neither of them are costumes; they are just like he's just ultimately a good person, no matter what outfit he's wearing, yeah. and, and he really isn't discernibly different in and out. He's just is. That's right. And, yeah, and, you know, maybe he's maybe a little bit more shows maybe a little bit more of like an overt leader quality you know or something like that or an authority in the suit but i think the suit is the thing that's doing the work like i think yeah. just like clark is clark no matter what you're getting and i i love that um love that the superman died in the 90s as we know and i would say that the return of superman is the next kind of big first you know um mm-hmm. mullet superman uh you know i think i don't know if anything was terribly different it just mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. he just was uh what do you think i mean it, the it was a big event but when he came back after the dust settled he was yeah he was he was basically the same i mean they did the death of superman to kill time before having lois and clark get married uh so that it would line up with when it happened in, in lois and clark the tv series so the whole death and return kind of is only meant to be a sort of a, a pause, a big monumental pause, but a pause. Mm. And that's kind of what it was. Comics once it was weird, all man. over. Yeah. Once it was all over, it kind of went back to status quo and then they got married. <laughs> and the world was better for it. Hasn't looked bad yes. since. Um, the Superman, the uh, the animated series, um, 
I would say that first couple of episodes is really like it's kind of like a premiere movie between the first half hour on Krypton yes. and then the second in Smallville and then the third him in Metropolis as Superman. Yep. It's a really good hour and a half. I don't, so strong. It's so, so strong. I mean, because this is still this is Bruce Tim hot off the heels of Batman, the animated series, mm-hmm. right? Like he's he's like yeah. sharpened and, his tool, his craft. And Paul to, and Alan Burnett. I think they all they all, all of them. Over, yeah. All of them. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it is. Yeah, you're right. It's like sharp as like sharp as nails. And yeah. it is it's pitch perfect because it gives us a Krypton to care about just to take it mm-hmm. away. Establishes mm-hmm. a, an incredibly good take on a classic. Super, uh, classic Superman villain in Brainiac, yes. um, and then and then gives us a, a Clark to to care about, you know. And mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. Superman the animated series is a not as he's not an overpowered Superman. Like he has all of the same powers, but they're not like at he's not at a ten. Like he's still yes. kind of growing. And some of that was to sell toys, you know, so he could have like of course. the space suit and, you know, all those types of things. But, um, you know, but I don't care. It was good. And it those was first great. episodes yeah. are great. Near and dear to your heart and mind, the pilot episode of Smallville, which oh, also yes. is, I think, one of the really one of the better pilots to come out of that era, again, if not for all of television, because it's so firmly establishes a tone a character and truly it does not so many shows you get a pilot and then you get a couple episodes where they're still finding themselves and smallville didn't do that it's like here's the pilot this is what we do and it just goes and it It knew what it was Mm -hmm. it knew what it was uh al goff and miles miller had a very particular vision for what it was going to be and it was very consistent um for a long time yeah. For for most of the run of the, of the show, honestly, it was mm-hmm. it was very consistent. Yeah. Um, about yeah. halfway through, things start to shift, but it's it's like so comes right out the gate, and it is so uh, of its time and such a, in such a great way. Like it captures that late that early two thousands uh, era like perfectly, mm-hmm. um, and and it, it's it's very a very good example of like that genre of TV. Um, the the teen drama, early two thousands teen drama, but wearing wearing a, a, a Superman jacket on it, not a cape, but a jacket, a jacket, exactly. And I um, it is it is generation defining for I mean, mm-hmm. especially for you, for me, and I you know of course recognize certainly things as of their time in different ways, but I do know people that have taken to it years after it yeah. fell off and i think that's the sign of a really good show and a good product and a good way to honor a character um because like like so first so i've talked about this on previous episodes but i'm watching the next generation really for the first time and, you know yeah, like yeah. every episode and like it started in 1987 right you know so like it's old but i'm enjoying i am enjoying every second even the episodes i look online like this episode's a 5.3 out of 10 and i'm like no mm. it is not it is great <laughs> all of it's still great. star trek right yeah but it's like it's got some shows just have a mood that make you yeah. feel good uh-huh. and 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 uh next tng is one of those smallville is one of those like you just, it's just a warm and cuddly blanket. I've talked about it before, and that's what's so wonderful about small uh, yes, yes. Superman. Um, 
in the comics after Crisis on Infinite Earth, there was Infinite Crisis, which is really where you and I really started reading books. And there was this right. one year later jump um, in which, uh, you know, we caught up to Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman a year after those events and, you know, like what they've been up to and whatever else. And we had Jeff Johns on Action Comics and Kurt Busiek on Superman um, cherished. Both of these are very cherished for me. Um, love these yeah the the john's superman is very good the the mm-hmm. music is not remembered as fondly but truthfully i really liked it um it's pretty good um yeah it may not be like the best um that it's but... it's very good though like it's you know as it it is not uh i think it, it is not remembered not talked about enough only because it was in the shadow of sure. jeff john's at the time but if it were weren't for that um i think it would be talked about a lot more and and more fondly and right. it was better remembered well the the whole point of that infinite one of the points of infinite crisis moving into the one year later is that superhero comics had gotten very dark because of the mm-hmm. 90s the death of superman um the breaking of batman's back and like the killing of maxwell lord and so on and so on and so on and so on leading all these things uh and and so the one year later jump is to put in some like some of the coziness of superheroes again and i think that both johns and busek do that and i think like it 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 is a a a character that i recognize again um in the and i that's what i love right Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. even like the fleischer cartoons like superman like clark would joke with lois he's like oh well lois blah 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 you know like it's just like at the end of the day everyone's just having a good time everyone's happy to be alive and that's what it brought that brought back to comics um, speaking of nobody wanting to be alive, Man of Steel uh, <laughs> is what's next. Um, you know, <laughs> so I couldn't plan it better myself. Like these things wow. just come out. Man of Steel came out in 2013. It offers a, 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 a more bleak Superman, a Superman who is trying to be hopeful in an unhopeful world. I think that's mm-hmm. the, maybe the best way to do it because in just Man of Steel, you take Man of Steel as is. Even BVS, um, actually, like, he's trying real hard. Like, you know, he says the right things. Um, 99% of the time, he's, like, trying, you know, he's, like, trying to do people well, himself well, his family, whatever else. He's trying to honor his parents, his dad, like, whatever else. But the the bleakness of the world around him, I do not think really complements the character. And I think that ultimately in is kind of like out of all of these firsts it's the only one that really left a sour taste in my mouth mm. yeah i think that's well said i think that's well said i saw a, a i don't remember if i've talked about it on the show i saw a fan edit of man of steel that um sort of trimmed down some of the areas of like focus on that like bleak world mm-hmm. around him and and it like it lightens it it noticeably lightens it so like there is a there is a much more hopeful movie that's there i think that some of the other trappings of it might sometimes be a distraction but the movie i think has like good bones yeah oh it does and arguably in some of it is some of the best superman stuff i I would agree i love the krypton stuff um love the krypton stuff. yeah there's like maybe too overt religious metaphor going on yeah like, at times like hitting it, you over the head with it, it some is. of the best smallville stuff though like some oh, great smallville yeah, some really stuff. good smallville stuff um it just like 
as far as even like Superman villains getting their due on screen, you know, Zod is fantastic. And, and so, uh, there's a, there's a lot going, there's a, a tremendous amount going for it. Um, yeah. but it just like, I just don't, the very nature of the core of the character versus the kind of the nature of the movies that he's in doesn't really, they don't really mesh together. Mm-hmm. Um, for my understanding of the character, looking at all these firsts going forward, it's just not, it's just not, they don't equate. Um, and that all goes for the next kind of wave in comics, which was the new 52, which was the, the next wave of, of re- complete, almost complete reboot, um, mm-hmm. after a fla- uh, flashpoint. And the Superman really never registered with me. The the Superman book by George Perez was not good. Um, Action Comics yeah. was by Grant Morrison was Grant Morrison not it wasn't great, great either. Um, and I give everybody credit for like trying to do a new thing, but this Superman was like he was cockier, and you know, like I remember like in that first Justice League run by Jeff Johns, what you know, the apocalypse attacks and whatever else, and he like fights green lantern and, and batman and is the first thing that comes out of his mouth is like so what can you do it's like yeah yeah that's yeah right yeah um i just it, I, the yeah. new 52 to me i think i i recently put my finger on what kind of bothered me about it even at the time but i didn't have the words for it at the time it's sort of what like it, baby boomer and and gen x writers thought of millennials right is like oh, yeah if if this, if if Superman was a millennial, Batman was a millennial. This is what he'd be like, mm. and I feel like it kind it rings a little hollow because like, but I am a millennial. And that's not how we talk, or that's not how we think, or that's not like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, that section Doesn't... that's pretty insightful. Yeah, and that's not. There's some stuff in the New Fifty Two that I enjoyed very much, and I was actually really that's right. s- sorry to see it go. Um, but Jeff it... Johns' Aquaman. Oh, that that Aquaman was really good. The Swamp Thing run. Um, Charles Soule Swamp Thing was really good. Mm. The Animal Man was good. Like there was some Animal stuff. Man. Yeah, there was some stuff in that I I really enjoyed. But um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was good. That was um, that was coming off of her Straczynski run, and then yes, it was run after that. Yeah, which took a turns. Um, but anyway, actually, so that Wonder Woman run, the um, the Cliff Chang, um. Yeah, that's right, Cliff Chang. It was Cliff Chang and who was There's a couple, it? right? Yeah, I can't remember who was writing it. I actually just got the absolute, like not two weeks ago. Of no that. kidding. Yeah, I found it in Newberry. It was 50% off, and I was like, yes. Oh, nice. Yes, I need this because it it is, I think, my favorite run of her entire history is that mm-hmm. right there. I just loved what, what they did. Um and so, like, yeah, there was good stuff. But anyway, Superman wasn't really one of those, which led, leads us to Superman Rebirth in the comics, which I very much do like. Um, you know, it, yes. like, got rid of the new 52 Superman, brought back the one that we kind of know. But And that has kind of led us into the future of Superman with the Superman as a father and mm-hmm. more, like, to his surrogate family and to his real family. And that to me is a very comfortable place for him because Superman in a lot of ways has always been kind of fatherly. And so mm-hmm. pretty much since the fifties, um, sure. and, yeah. uh, and, and it's, I think it's where we, where many people just feel comfortable with him as a person, you know, like, and I just, cause I never liked that. Like young people can't relate to father figures. Like, I don't think that's true at all. Atticus Finch was 
one of my favorite characters, like as a kid, you know, and he's just a dad. Koi literally just like he's a dad who does his job, you know, like and so, so true, right? And and that and a, kind of in a nutshell is Superman. He's a dad that does his job, and um, that's right. Yeah, and I just I just love that. What about you? I'm also a dad, and I also do my job. Yes, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Is that what you meant? Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that that uh, Rebirth Superman really, um, it's it's actually I think ties in very well, very nicely into what we're going to talk about next with Superman and, and Lois um, coming to the CW. But it's that same fatherly Superman, right? He's literally in the he is a father after being fatherly for so long. He actually is a father, and we get to see him navigating that that world and that dynamic, and and it's in rebirth and in Superman and Lois that we get to really explore that dynamic more, mm-hmm. um, in more, in more depth. Yeah. And it, it is actually what, now that I, you know, we have this version out there of Superman as a father, we'll talk about Superman and Lois in a second. We didn't talk about Superman returns because it exists within the Reeves, you know, verse. It is. Oh, yes. To be a continuation yes. Of that. But it is, that is one of the troubling aspects of returns is that he's not given the opportunity to be that father figure that's like in a weird way, like taken from right. him. like it's taken from the audience, taken from him. And that's it, it's very uh, unsettling even. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, it, it, it. Yeah. It's just it, like that's not the character. It's just not, you know, you can do whatever you want. Like in some like you can write a story however you want because they're not real. And so like. Right. Like, you know, so you can you can craft the story to align with a character that's kind of the, sure. the point you don't have you don't have indiana jones say fight interdimensional beings uh you know or, <laughs> or say because that doesn't really align with what you've what you've told us about the character previously is that right. there is a fine difference but there's a difference between like going into new territory and yeah. staying true to a character and staying true to a character like you yeah. can have superman get married and have a child because it's a natural progression that we recognize as him as like a a, a human-esque character right a woman mm-hmm, with human mm-hmm. attributes so it, that lives in a modern context uh so like not that you know having a child and not knowing about it isn't something that happens to people but it's just like it's not who he is so why would you make that that way yeah i i I, I agree. I agree with that. That was my first hang up with that movie when it when it came out. I've learned to really sort of well, it does exist. The movie exists. So how, what do I think about it, you know, as as it exists? And I really have grown to love it. Oh, there's some um, really and, great stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know you I know you're not like anti. Yeah, I am not anti Superman um, Returns really right. at all because I, I recognize what it was. Do- Again, like, you know, hindsight, like I recognize what it was doing. And you know, it's funny that my complaints like he doesn't throw one punch. Now I find quick comforting, yeah, yeah. you know, in some way yeah, that super, right. <laughs> Superman is like on like purely defensive mode, which is like mm-hmm, this like mm-hmm. in its own way like a really nice thing about the character. He's almost like a Jedi that way, right? You know, like Superman uses powers for knowledge and defense and never for attack. You know, and right. it's like kind of weirdly <laughs> like that. And so, um, it, which is which is uh, almost like a fatherly quality. And, mm-hmm. you know, like a good fatherly quality that is then just like robbed 
you know, like, so it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, Superman and Lois is great. I love it so much. It's one of the best takes on Superman that I've ever seen. Um, it's it, whether he's Clark or Superman, I just recognize him fully as the character that I love while bleeding into new territory that we've never really seen with Superman before. And I think that first episode really, that first episode really sells that character as does his first appearance on Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler has been nailing this character since he, he stepped into the boots. Um, and that, those, those first appearances on Supergirl, we, we talked about back in the Supergirl TV talk days and, and he, he was like, own, like a warm blanket to borrow your phrase uh he he felt he felt like oh yeah this is he's just superman like no origin just like he's been superman for like 10 years and here, here he is mm-hmm. uh and he just immediately felt right for the role and transitioned very gracefully into his own show and and bitsy Tullock, same thing with lois uh was a great lois right out the gate and has very beautifully transitioned into uh, you know, being a week to week character and, and like they've they've both done phenomenal, phenomenal work in bringing those characters to life in a way that I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and then finally, uh, that pretty much, well, ends our list of firsts in some way. But <laughs> um, we do have Superman Legacy coming up, which would, it would be the, the new Superman film for 2025. Yeah five, six, something like that. That's, um, I believe that's the plan, yeah. Yep, and they are full into pre-production mode right now. was announced mm-hmm. today. The script is done. They're in costumes and sets and, like, all the good, fun stuff about uh, pre-production. And uh, I am hopeful, um, truthfully, for the story that hopefully we're telling one. James Gunn said that uh, he – I was thinking about this. He said he wrote it for his father. Um mm. Which I find, uh, you know, or just like it was influenced by his dad. So to me, maybe we are getting the the Superman dad story here, mm-hmm. like, but told in a you know in a different way than Superman and Lois is telling it, or that the comics did. Um, but I think that the this DCU moving forward is going to be really interested in its in its superheroes and its children, um, because we know that Batman Brave and the Bold is going to be Batman and Damian, Batman's son. So I wonder if that's also where we're we're headed with Superman Legacy, but we're not quite, you know, sure what that story is just yet. Right. But you know that I'm excited for it. Me too. I'm excited for it. Me too. Um, everything that James Gunn has said have gone. Yes, that's Superman. Yes, me that's too. Superman. Yes, that's Superman. me too. He hasn't said anything yet that 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 gives me pause. I'm like, all right, this is all. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like I agree with your take on everything so far. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, very exciting. Frank, it was so good to talk about some of the things that we've never talked about before on this show. Like exciting stuff. Yeah. A, a lot of a lot of exciting stuff. I don't stuff. know. It's hard I to just, say I after love... four hundred something episodes what we haven't talked about, but yeah. Yeah, I yeah. It's true. Yeah. I uh yeah. I love talking about the man of steel and I love talking about him with you. Uh if folks want to hear more uh Superman talk, you can go to Superman TV talk dot com, uh, where Derek and Robin and myself talk about Superman and Lois every week uh but you can also find beer with geeks at beer with geeks.com uh beer with geeks at gmail.com if you want to drop us a note uh you can rate and review us wherever podcasts are found subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found uh, and you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash thought bubble audio if you want to help us pay the bills that make this show happen very good 
Well, Frank, it was it was great to talk to you about 85 years of Superman history. We hope to be here in another 85, probably. Who knows what the marvels of medical science will deliver. Um, but until next time. I feel time, good about it. I think so, too. But until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>